Hi everyone, welcome to the second instalment of the Still Yet So Unnamed podcast. Episode 2, The Dancing Boy of Bodmin Moor. In this episode, we're going to be going up to Bodmin. Um, we stayed at the Jamaica Inn. Uh, we stayed for two nights and we're going to be going around. We went, tried to attempt to climb Brown Willie, which is a, a bit of a hill on the, on the moors. We went and saw some stone circles. Um, we hunted for the beast with not really much luck, uh, but you'll find that out anyway. So yeah, let's get into it. Enjoy. So, number two, episode two. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Yeah. Jamaica Inn, we came. We're at the, um, in the residence lounge at the Jamaica Inn. Which is pretty plush. It's very plush, yeah. They've got Sky Movies. That, um, the TV's placed terribly for that in terms of the sofas. I don't know which sofa you'd Because we're sat on like the two lounging chairs feeling like prehistoric gentlemen and the TV's uh-huh. in the wrong place altogether. Um, you know, they've got some fancy hardbacks here next to me. Today's best non-fiction. They seem like a lot of anthologies, which shows they don't really have much taste in literature. <laughs> you fucking literature snob. Yeah. 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 Probably. Um, um, yeah. Fake flowers. You know, but they look real. But yeah, which is stark contrast from where we were drinking beer not two minutes ago. In terms of what? It is real, but not, and it isn't fake. Or it looks real, but is fake. Wait, no. I don't know. It's it a mixture. Is fake, but looks real. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I would say, I think my opinions of this place were, I mean, we've talked about it before. It looks very much, it feels, when you arrive here, it's, it looks really great and fantastic. And then... Yeah, we, as soon as we walked in, like, the original building... So the original sort of Jamaica Inn that we came to. So we arrived yesterday. We're staying for two nights. And we're staying for tonight as well. Because we wanted a bit more time to get to grips with the place. Um, And obviously on the last episode, we were talking about where we're going to go after going to the Witchcraft Museum. And we thought, oh, we'll go to Bodmin. It's got the Beast of Bodmin Moor. It's got some stone circles. It's got a bit of witchy stuff going on. So we thought, and then Jamaica Inn. One of the most haunted pubs in the United Kingdom. So we were like, perfect, book in, let's go. Um, not we seen were, a ghost yet. Not seen a ghost yet. No, I you, got a little spooked last night though. We had the I've been sleeping on the uh, sofa that was in the room uh, because we had to get a, a double because uh, they didn't have any spaces left. So and me and Sam don't do that. I was sleeping. Yeah, it just we just felt that it would be too inappropriate for our friendship that. We don't want to cross that boundary. Yeah. Uh, So I slept on the little sofa bed, which we found out was a sofa bed, but it has this ridge in the middle that made it terribly uncomfortable. But I slept on that in front of the window. I used a towel as a blanket, which was okay. The towel was heavy. It was good. The room was hot at first. We had both windows open wide, curtains open. And I woke up about 2 a.m. and I was like, half dreaming. I just had this idea. I had this thought that, you know, someone could easily climb in this window and I wouldn't know about it unless the curtains were closed. And if the curtains were closed, 
I'd hear them rustling about and then I could wake up and attack them. When the boogeyman attacks you, if your leg's sticking out under the quill, he gonna get you. He's gonna get you, he yeah. He gonna yeah. get you. And my leg definitely it, was sticking out of the towel. To give some pre-exposition to this, Sam doesn't sleep under quilts. He's a bizarre human being who only only slumbers under a blanket. So straight, when we go to blanket. hotels, yeah. Sam will only sleep under a Unless they a provide a blanket, but it's very rare. The amount of hotels that I've slept in. Sometimes I'll sleep under, like I know at um, travel lodges, they do over the duvet of the double bed. There'll be like this like plush, oh, like yeah. coloured fabric yeah, that's yeah. like super thin. Yeah. I've slept under that before. It's just wafer thin though. Yeah, and then, yeah. oh yeah, and just to point out, the issue that I have with this wouldn't be a problem, but this morning, Sam woke up and went, <laughs> it's cold, isn't it? Bearing in mind we had the windows open. All night, mm-hmm. like not 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 just like a little crease, and you know the radiators were on. We had them ajar to their fullest extent. Yeah, I was and, cold this morning. And my but co- but I mean, uh, can we? Can I maybe try and defend yourself? Defend myself a little bit. What was I supposed to sleep under at this point? Well, I was going to offer a trade. You had the duvet, with. didn't you? You could have had two towels. Yeah, if I could have had fucking two towels, mate. I suppose. It's um, always going to be a towel, though. Oh, we could have asked for another. Can we have another duvet? Because we're cold. Yeah, probably. Oh, uh, if you really wanted it, but you were, you were, you were sold on the towel. I was adamant at the time, yeah, and I, I was fine all night. I just woke up in the morning quite chilly. Maybe don't open the windows. In yeah, time, but it was still too. Hot. It was fucking stonking. Yeah. What were we talking about? The oh, entering, entering the Jamaica. Entering the Jamaica. Yeah. So we got here, and it looks creepy as fuck. It's like off Bodmin, the A30. Um. We drove up here, close to where we're staying, um, pulled in. It does look creepy. It's like Most Haunted did a recording in 2004 here yeah, because it is so haunted. Um, it's, it looks old. It kind of holds its... Well, it's weird because we walked in through the buffet area, which I'm, I still haven't seen that open, so I don't know what they use the buffet area for. But they've got this giant buffet dining room. It's a weird. It kind a... of throws you off, and but it kind of still looks old and and creepy. And then there's a, there's a yeah, didn't choose to recognise this when we first arrived. There's like a museum exhibit man. Oh yeah. And you uh, press a button, and he says. He says something because we got yeah. so embarrassed that we had to walk away. We just walked it's... away. It's really loud, and there were people. And one of his there. eyes, he's a plastic mannequin, and one of his eyes has flopped. Yeah, <laughs> and he's pointing down to the floor, which kind of adds to the effect, I think. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but uh, still <laughs> tacky as fuck. And um, <laughs> but we didn't notice that when we came in, and then we went through to the pub, and the pub's quite comfortable, and um, it, it still does have a good atmosphere. For it fits sure. our aesthetic. Yeah, but there's so many people. There's such a turnover of people because in the place the Jamaica in it is, it's, it's Bolventer, isn't it? Bolventer, I think, is the town no, that, that we're in. That sounds like the... somewhere in the fucking med, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the town, village we're in. It's definitely. Not I think a town. it's Bolventon. No, that's the overall place. Right. But I think it's Bolventon. Yeah, which is the area that we're staying in. Um, and there's nothing else. No, here, Bolventor. So... Bolventor. Yeah. Sorry. Is a hamlet on yeah, Bolventor. Well, you said it like Bolventa, like you were in fucking, I don't know, Ibiza. 
What? Why, why would there be a place in Ibiza called Bolventa? Bal no, Bolventa, but with an A. Bolventa. Yeah, yeah. You did a soft R. Bolventor. I don't speak... Uh, yeah, but we're from Bolventor. I would say Bolventor. I would say Bolventor. Yeah, I would do, but the way that you were saying it made, made okay, me... Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... With an A. I thought you meant it with an A. But, not, yeah. Right, okay. But we're... St so, the, and there's barely any other pubs... No, there is no other pubs around. There's nowhere else to eat. So, the Jamaica Inn is making bike. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we've... For two days, a... we've eaten here exclusively. We've eaten... Uh, mediocre food at extortionate prices um, that kind of just depresses you, sadly. Yeah. I mean, we're no food podcast, but... I had, it's uh, just a little depressing is all. I, I think had a, <laughs> pia, what is it? a pita, a double-layered pita pizza mm. with... It was two, it was a flatbread pizza, but they'd, done, they'd made two of them. And then put one on top of the other and yeah. dressed the top one with rocket. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, yesterday, they'd obviously run out of rocket yesterday. Because they just did lettuce. Leaf. Yeah, just lettuce. Well, the leaf. one today, because I had the same thing today, because I didn't really want to have anything else, and it was uh, it was much better today. But I think I think the, the depressing thing about it is that we've been eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner at exactly the same place every time, in the yeah. same pub. Yeah, which... Which, but by... From you what? had a great vegan breakfast this morning, didn't you? Explain that to the uh, listeners. <laughs> so it was. Well, this is going to end up becoming a thing of what is Zach's vegan breakfast this week? It was so today. I had melon, honeydew melon, two slices, two slices of, of big honeydew melon. I don't like kiwi. One, I don't like one kiwi uh, sliced into batons. <laughs> yeah, julienne large. <laughs> um. An avocado, old. Rot. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I've, I've thrown yeah. avocados away. Black vein, black vein avocado. Yeah, black vein avocado is yeah. a particular species. And um, so I had a cooked portobello, the mushroom. Uncooked tomato. Uncooked tomato. That half thing had, of. Yeah, yeah, half of that thing didn't see the grill. And then I a sprig of parsley. And a sprig of parsley. Yeah. Uh, curly leaf, not flat leaf. Yeah, just placed on. Just top. in case anyone. Some kindly donated a hash brown to me. Yeah, I gave to you the calls because it was we were both sad when we saw my breakfast. He had a full English, which was you know adequate. It was okay. Yeah, poaches. not enough, not enough beans for me. The poaches did well. They were runny. I was happy with it. But let's let's we need to bring this. We're not here, yeah, yeah, we're not here we're not, for the we're, we're not here for the food. But join us next week. Zach's we'll do Zach's vegan. vegan breakfast next week as well. Mm. Oh, and whenever the hell we release a podcast. Yeah. So we arrived. It's very themed here. We've we've kind of. Well, so, so, it to... so I'm just looking down the corridor now. Sorry to cut you off. It's very themed in the original part of the pub, where we're staying in the annex. Well, it's not an annex. It's, no, attached, it's attached. But the extension, I should say, is very much Holiday Inn. It's really nice though. Up oh, class holiday in. Yeah, because we when we arrived, obviously we walked through this really old um, sort of pub area that's that's got down terrible old. Um, and then we came into this bit and we we're like, oh my god, this room is actually really nice. Mm -hmm. And it was and, and, and credit to them, we we did the food, but the yeah the rooms are great. And then we sat in this bit, which is it's a real stark contrast. Yeah, it's it's really bizarre. But yeah, uh, the the Blackpool Pleasure Beach of Bodmin Moor. Yeah, everything is branded with the pirate and the cross cutlass. 
So we uh, last night we didn't really do anything. No, but we were kind of like this is one of the most haunted pubs in the UK, so we yeah. were expecting a hauntings. ghost or something. We, we didn't, didn't get that. We didn't get it in our upper class London. Like we say, I got room. spooked by the curtains. Yeah, but I closed them and then slept like a baby. Then today we got up and went for a little walk. We headed. Yeah, we drove over to. I can't remember what the town was called, it's, it's irrelevant really, it was a small town, driving around little ro roads in Bodmin with like otters crossing signs. Yeah, which yeah. Is new, otter new and me. hedgehog, watch out otters and No, well that otter hedgehog was a hybrid, somebody had graffitied on the he otter oh, hedgehog's right. Okay, right, okay. <laughs> that's why I said it was like an otter hedgehog. That's fantastic, alright I didn't know that, I yeah. thought you generally said there's a hedgehog crossing sign. No, no, it was Otter Hedgehogs. Um, and then we drove, so our first place, Port of Call, was the Hurling Stones. Yeah, the Hurling Stones, which is uh, three groups of standing stones in a circle on the moor. And there's also two little ones off, which are pipers. And the, the myth behind it is that these stones are men that were turned to stone... Um, when they played hurling on a Sunday and the Pipers were playing for them. And they turned to stone as well because I guess Sunday is a day of rest. Yeah, I, I don't know the reason. Yeah. I assume it's biblical in some yeah, way. Yeah, in some sense of the word. Yeah. But, they, you know, they, they, out in this random field, we had to traverse bulls and cows to... And we saw, we saw the god cow. We saw a god cow, yeah, which was fucking so So you explain that because I died. You knew more about this, this amber god. Okay, and how? Well, so the whole idea is that there's this. Where did you read this from? I, I had a book on Celts that I read. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the Celts thought gods appeared to them um, as animals, but the animals were always ivory, and followed by a mist. Uh, well, we didn't have a mist today, but there was definitely an ivory cow that was sat down on its own, and as we were walking past it, it looked infinitely larger than the rest of them. Uh, it actually wasn't when we got up close, but it was far yeah, it away. Like it looked big old. Bug. It looked massive. Yeah. Well, the first time we walked past it, it looked like an emo cow. Yeah, it had yeah. Full fringe, draped across the side of its face. Couldn't see one eye, and we thought, "Shit, this is why it's on its own." It's yeah. you know. Yeah, but she was um, she was Bonnie, and she just sat there. We went up close to her, but yeah, so that was why I call it the God Cow because because the Celts thought ivory animals, and this was like an ivory cow. Yeah, like a sort of like muddy blonde. Yeah. But like, it looked like you said, it was like somebody's just come out and shampooed Shampoo that fresh yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah. Shampooed it, yeah. All the others look like raggedy and grim and this old girl was just sat there chilling. Um, and yeah, so we walked past her. We saw the standing stones, which were nice. I mean... And the mine, the, the, there is a mine there. Yeah, so there's all the pocket holes, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, because there's a tin mine that runs right across above the circles. Um, under yeah well it comes from that mine and it's the tin mine that goes across and that's why it's all sunk. yeah no but the mine is under isn't it I don't know well I felt that mine that was well you can't was... have a mine that's above ground no well it's not but I'm saying it was under this line and you then said it over was... did I Oh, sorry, this is pointless. <laughs> under, yeah, yeah. The mine runs under. The mine runs under. It definitely and doesn't run over. It's these, not an over. Over do mine. And there's these wicked sinkholes that look like um, trenches. 
Yeah, like tiny little trenches, yeah. Well, like... But it's like the ground, like, rises up, doesn't it? Yeah. Rises up and then sinks. Whoosh, like a, So it's like a donut, but then like a big hole. Kind of like somebody's crawled out of it. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. So, and then we've just discovered, we walked up to like um, what looked like a quarry. Well, it was a quarry, it was wasn't a quarry, it? Yeah. It was a quarry. Um, and we walked up to the top of it and there was something that we just discovered after talking about talking to a bartender at the Jamaica Inn yeah. um, called the cheese... The cheese ring. The cheese As ring. As in ring to, to ring, like to ring out a flannel, which is the... Um, it's because of these giant stacked rocks that are natural formations due to weathering, but they look like they've been stacked up. Um, and they, they really balance as well. Yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. only touching on what... The, these stones, like the biggest one, must have been like... God knows, like two tons. Oh, Jesus. It Easy. was probably about like eight metres. Eight metres by about... Across. Four, yeah, yeah, about yeah. Eight, eight by three metres. And then about... Another metre, well, probably half a metre, a metre deep. Yeah, 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 half a metre deep. But there was, uh, what are the Ameri- I think there's do, ten. What are the Americans talk? Because don't we have to, like, translate it? What oh, fucking Americans are going to be listening to this? Well, when we get big, man. They know what a metre is. Fuck do they? Em. Yeah. Oh, it's feet we should probably talk in feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They don't know what feet are. Right, okay. Well, metres will stay with metres then, because that works across the, across the oceans. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, no, eight metres is completely wrong. I was talking eight feet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, let's oh, go yeah. back. Oh, yeah, eight metres is a long so, way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thinking about so, they're it. eight feet across. Okay, so, like, yeah. I'd still say about four or five metres, though. Probably. No, well, because if you think six, six feet is a man, it's like a... Like one man. of those many, one of those cooking men. One of the cooking men <laughs> might have been six feet three, right? Yeah. So he's a meter eighty. Yeah, barely two meters, like almost two meters, right? You couldn't have got. You couldn't have got. I reckon you could have got. You two couldn't of have got two of him on there. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, so four meters then. Right, so it's about four meters by a meter, <laughs> and then about half a meter deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. Just and um, I think there's. I think the story is that there's 13, there's 13 of them stacked up. Yeah. And they're really massive, quite, like, quite imposing structures. And they, they, yeah, they are literally touching on, like, a coffee mat size is where the touching points of these stones are stacked. They look, if you stood on it, it looked like they were just going to tip over. Yeah, like Jenga or something. Worse, Jenga with, like, round. Jenga with cigars. Yeah. That's what I think. That yeah. actually could be a good I game. I don't quite get that metaphor, but... I'll squash cigars, then. Yeah, you know, that works. Yeah, yeah that works better for Or like... it's like trying to build standing stones on the beach. That's probably Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we're using pebbles. That's kind of the and thing. Like sta- but, like but these had naturally but occurred through weathering. Massive, yeah. And um, so we got there and had none the wiser. We just went because it looked cool. And then obviously we spoke to this bartender who told us about the cheese ring because they looked like a ancient device that was used to make cheese that would ring out the curds and whey, I guess. I didn't look it up, but I assume that's what it means. Um, and the myth behind it is there was uh, when Christianity came to Cornwall the giants weren't happy with it and the giants didn't want Christianity. So one giant called um, Uther I, I guess that's how you pronounce his name, yeah. Um, went up to this saint, which I think was Saint Tor, 
I think we might have to fact check that on and we'll do like a little jingle and put in what he was actually <laughs> called. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Uther was like, okay, so I don't want Christianity to be here. You want Christianity to be here. So what we'll do is we'll have a competition and we'll see how many, how far we can throw these rocks and how many we can throw. Um, and if I win, Christianity leaves. And if you win, all the giants will convert to Christianity. So the saying goes, okay, we'll do that. Uh, so the giant picks up this giant rock and he tosses it onto where the cheese ring is now. That's the first stone. Lands. And then the saint prays to God and says, give me aid. I need to throw these heavy rocks. So he picks up his rock and he actually does it with ease. Throws his rock and it lands on top of Uther's rock. And then Uther throws another and they carry this on until the 13th throw. And Uther throws his rock, but it tumbles off and falls into the quarry. Oh. So then the saint goes, right, okay, I need to land this one and I'll win. So he picks up his rock. And as he's about to throw it, an angel comes down and carries it from his hands and places it on top of the standing stones. And after seeing this, Uther goes, yeah, okay, no, I get you. God's the one. And converts to Christianity. <laughs> if I was, now my problem with that story is if I was Uther the giant, I'd be like, you cheated. Beach, you cheated. Yeah, I would have thought he cheated. Because he enlisted the help of a winged being. Yeah, and yeah. you know, Uther can't do that. Exactly. He might be a giant. But Having said that, Uther is a giant and the saint was one man. And it depends how, because I, I did a research piece on Bolster the Giant, which is a story over at Cambrai, um, where a fair maiden, St. Agnes, mm-hmm. um, she was being followed around by Bolster the Giant, who was dying for her love, and she to get him to prove his love to her, she asked him to fill up a hole on the coves of St. Agnes, uh, which is the place, um, and to fill up this hole with blood, with his own blood, and he slit his wrist and he started filling the blood up through this hole, and the hole ran to the ocean, and it kept going and kept going and obviously eventually he died but in that sense in like the cornish mythology bolster was so big that he could step one foot on um cambrai and the other on saint agnes mount which is about five miles probably more so it was a big boy all right so uther was uther was must have been tiny he must he have been must, a bambini he must have been an half he's only throwing little rocks yeah in, in consideration it depends when it was written though i'll be interested to see what the sort of connection was between those celtic two. yeah yeah it would be if he's got christianity in it it's, it's an interesting thing because you don't usually see celtic myths with uh christianity in them yeah it's rarely f- because obviously as christianity moved in it just said, oh, these are all your myths. Well, they relate to the Bible, so the Bible's real. And everyone went, oh, well, okay, I guess. And I accepted it. Yeah, it's so it's weird fine. that there's kind of like, there's a myth that's about the battle between that. Yeah. is interesting. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so we saw that and it was really cool. And we got some good pictures of it, didn't we? Yeah. And as we were walking back down, we saw this tree and the trees in this place are so cool because it's kind of at this like peak of a hill. Bad hair trees. So the wind, yeah. So the wind, (laughs) 
comes up so like quite fast. So all the trees are like blasted, like they grow in a direction in the direction of the wind as the wind blows them there. And it makes it look eerie as fuck. Yeah, super cool. It's a cool. nice cut. It looks cool. And we found um, we found a tree that had all like ribbons tied to it, like little mementos. and a little um, and a little like Silken. clear yeah clear satchel thing yeah. with uh, a piece of fabric in. Which I've not quite figured out what that could mean. So but I, need I like to think about that. Cool, yeah, because I'd like to write about. But it. I tied some. I have a uh, a jumper that I, my girlfriend's mother, knitted for me from the Faroe Islands, using Icelandic sheep wool, and I tied some of the fluff off that onto this tree mm-hmm. as as my kind of penance to that. It felt like we should have added to it, and we did. And there was quite there was loads. So like we went when we first saw it, there was only like a couple on it. And then I walked around the back of the tree and I said, oh, is that come around? There's shitloads. And there was just lo- loads of ribbons and stuff Bobbles, on the others. But it was weird because that was the only tree because I was keeping my eye out on all the other trees. Yeah. But that was on the, the one. Back. That was the and one that hole, tree. So again, this mine shaft, that we, this mine that was there, there was like a, a, a fenced off area as we were walking back. And, um, sorry, the, 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 the bulk on was just coming to my mind. Let's, we'll get on to that later. We'll come into that in a minute. Um, the the wardened off area was a sinkhole from the mine that had dropped out, um, or a mine shaft. So, and it looks, it was crazy. I got on top of the fence and looked, I tried to look down, but it was just, so the, the tree, the, the bushes and the shrubs that were growing around it just folded inwards. It was like a, tiny tiny black hole it was weird as hell mm. and we decided that that's where the beast our, of bobbin i liked our idea that that's where they put the beast of bobbin more the beast of bobbin more isn't a panther like everybody says it is like some escape zoo animal we decided that it is actually some form of hellhound yeah. and that some secret sectors shut it up in this giant hole like a well they put it at the bottom of this huge well yeah i like that idea it goes oh, all the way. It goes night. all the hear. way to hell, and you can hear its howls. Oh, oh, you bastard! <laughs> you fucking put me out of <laughs> here. Put me in the <laughs> if it was a hellhound, and it's only been munching down a few sheep, I think leave that hellhound be. Yeah, it's not doing anything wrong, is it? Um, yeah, because we can apart from you know scorching the earth, fire and brimstone and all that. Yeah, but no, but it, this hellhound was clearly a, like a. He was quite. Clearly, the lesser of the hellhounds. A he fledgling, a, a, uh, a fledgehound. Mm. He was a he was a fledgehound. He was a pup. Yeah, just a pup. And well, um, I mean, a hellhound pup is still pretty big. I don't know if you've seen one. I can't say I have personally. No, yeah, they're fucking massive. When did you? When see they one? get full grown. When did you see one? I've been to hell and back, mate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've never seen a hellhound before. But I've watched Harry Potter, and it's got a Cerberus in it, so... Yeah, but that's like a species that is in the magical world that isn't the Cerberus. It's not the... Yeah, yeah. I don't know what Hades used to dis- to guard hell. He had Cerberus. Cerberus yeah, I know, I know, but if you're saying it's, it's not the Cerberus, so... No, it was just like a species of... Uh... Three-headed doge. In Harry Potter. But anyway, yeah, the uh, we came across this pile of... I thought initially was a jellyfish. 
when I looked upon it. <laughs> so, no, Turns you, out, well, we could no, you have... thought it was a bull loogie, right? Yeah, that's what you like, thought it was. Well, I my mind isn't as downtrodden as yours, it quite not clearly. Be. I instantly thought it was the aftermath of a bull... Careful how you word this, because we need to keep this kind of peace. It was the aftermath of a bovine cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> PC dude PC. that's PC that's PC oh. someone might know what, know what a cream pie is um, because it it definitely looked like jizz it looked like a jellyfish it looked like it looked like if there's any farmers like listening a, please explain it looked like a white jellyfish vis-a-vis cum uh, there was like quite a there was quite <laughs> there a was mound a, of it yeah, yeah. I actually stuck a stick in it erect upright and it <laughs> remained there because we were doing a scientific investigation yeah, of the it. viscosity of Z- this Zach had a smell didn't <laughs> smell there was <laughs> no <laughs> scent <laughs> discern what it was from from its odour I uh, stuck a stick up upright in it um, which and it remained and there wait, let's just be clear though this wasn't a you know we're not talking a thimble or a uh, not even a golf ball size this was a this was a baseball. It was like a mound, mound. Yeah, 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 a mound of chisholm. Yeah, so that's so that's so far is our major highlights of this. Trip. <laughs> the, I think that was the major highlight of the. Well, I'm still curious to know what it is though. So if there are genuine like farmers listening to this, or anybody who knows of who, who breeds bulls, let us know. Mm-hmm. We're curious. It looked like come. It looked like it. it looked like a jellyfish. Because I think if it was going to be a loogie, there'd be like a yellowish tint to it. I don't know. Maybe I'd like. Might not have had a cold. It just suddenly got real up there. That just seems like a lot of snot to come out of bull's nose. Yeah, but you saw the size of the fucking thing. I did, it and like it still tree. seems like a lot. But like on its side, <laughs> like a sideways tree. What the bull? Yeah, uh, he was thick. He with two C's. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We were so we were planning on heading stop. to a Brain Willie, which you've Brain. researched and discovered last time since we were at the Witch's yeah. Museum. The um, scree, scree slopes of Brown Willie, which a scree slope is basically a rock slide. Um, but supposedly around this place, the around these scree slopes, there were supposedly witch shrines that I know one, one of them was dismantled when... These three witches that maintained it died in 1967 or something like that. Uh, so the plan was to go up there and see if we could find anything. And um, thus the story begins. What an adventure that was. So we started out uh, following Google. Taking us on a, a trip over to... I mean, Brown Willie, as the crow flies, is probably four miles away from the Jamaica Inn. I'd say four or five miles, yeah, something probably, like that. Yeah. Um, and we were like, oh, well, we can drive over as close as we can and then hopefully we can walk up it within, a, you know, within an hour. Yeah. So we went down the first road, and which was off the dual carriageway, like five minutes away, we thought, and we ended up going down this dirt track that took like 15 minutes to drive down. Drove all the way up, and then eventually we got to the point where it said private road, no entry. Yeah, don't follow your sat-nav. Well, that was all the way back. So we turned around and started going back, looking for somewhere to park. 
No, then he said, don't follow sat-nav. So we then went to another place called Calder, which is C-O-L-D-A, I believe. C-O-L-D-D-A, I think it is. I think Calder. it's a double Yeah, D. Calder. Yeah. Um, which is a not even a village. It's a very small group of houses. Yeah, just like three, farmhouses. Three yeah, farmhouses. As, yeah. as, as, at most. So we went down there and thought, we got to a public bridal way and thought, right, well, we're not getting any further than this. So we whipped round there and then found a grass verge to park on. And we began our trek, trek towards Bray Willie at half four, two hours before the sun was going to set, thinking, oh, I'll be up in there and back in an hour. And half and two hours. We spent the first hour mounting a hill that involved three fences all barbed, a bunch and, of a bracken. Dr- almost drowned as well. Drowned in what? Water. Well, yeah, but where? The fences. They were all like fucking rivers. Oh, yeah, well, there was like the first like gate across. These cows are hardy beasts. Yeah. Because we climbed through, we went past this, like this, well, we went to this, like basically the entrance of somebody's farm and climbed up through all this thorny bush. All of it was thorny bush. It was basically bramble, and then I don't know the name of them, but it's a green growing bush that is a um, spiky death creature. Fucking <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah, it was awful. Um, so we got stabbed to bits. That's where I've got my bruise from, I think. Finally broke free of its, its ropey grip, because we were saying about the guy who went through to fight Snow White. Not fighter, but finder. Yeah, yeah, what a fucking warrior. What a beast. Yeah. Yeah, Absolute. we did that for like 15 minutes and we were fucking exhausted. He was a savage, for sure. Yeah. Absolute baller. So many times as well, I was stepping over thorns, like bramble, and got these spiky bushes, like, up my ass or on my gooch, like, too many times. Straight into the gooch. Yeah. Which, some people might be into that. We were not. No, I wasn't a fan of that. Um... Also, the cows that walked these roads. So we've we saw cow pats obviously going to the standing circles. The cows that were going out to pasture were doing the biggest shits I've maybe ever seen from a cow. In these tiny lanes, tiny like that we're talking, lanes. we couldn't squish through yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. These cows just must have just <clears throat> bashed through them and shat as they were doing it. Yeah, yeah, the pain must have just gone straight to the sphincter. Yeah, it must have. But yeah, so we uh, we burnt through that, and then we got into the kind of like um, boggy, tussocky land, where we I mean, that Bobbin t- is known for turned my ankle quite a few times, um, but that was easier, I guess. That was much easier because it was a straight path just at the top of the hill. So we spent we it must have been an hour we took getting up there. Yeah, got to the just about to reach the crest of the hill, and we think. Well, no. So before we do this, we were like, oh, I think this might be Brown Willie. Because we're going up quite high here, we thought, yeah. this might be Brown Willie, we won't actually be doing it. We crested this boy. Turns out? Yeah, now then we saw Brown Willie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another two miles away. Yeah. Down a hill. Away and yet so high. Yeah. <laughs> a lot higher than we were. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we cut our losses and thought, if we go up that now, the sun will set, we'll die. I mean, you got the drone out and got some stuff, which yeah, was nice. And it was pictures. so quiet. 
so like ludicrously quiet. Yeah, it was just the wind. You couldn't hear the road at this point as well. Yeah. And you just hold your breath and it was just... And there were just these screaming cows. That was Yeah, the hear. cows were the most... Yeah. Like, I don't care about Beast of Bodmin Moor. Like, the cows of Bodmin Moor. Somebody needs to write a story about that. Yeah, yeah. Screeching. Ooh. Yeah. Like, it sounded like they were giving birth to a crocodile. Yeah. Is the only way I could describe it. I think that's a nice way of describing yeah, it. Yeah, I do as well. So, yeah, we went up there. We got to the top. The sun was going down. Zach got his drone out. We filmed a little bit. And then we headed back down. And we got a little lost. But as we got back to the thorny brush. Oh, yeah. The beast We appeared. were walking. <laughs> we were walking and there was this big collection of bushes. And as we were walking, we were talking. We were just chatting away. And suddenly, one of these bushes just shook massively. It was more like it was like one like when the bush grows into a tree, because it was big. It like the the trunk was yes, yeah, good, yeah, you know. I mean, it's kind of like where um, rabbit warrens will be, like that kind yeah. of like overgrown brush area. Yeah. But it was it was too big. But it brush. shook the whole fucking thing, and we, <gasps> we found the beast. Like even a a rabbit or a hare, a hare definitely not. Like hares are bigger than rabbits. No. And that was too small to. So we maybe thought a fox. <clears throat> I think a fox has struggled to make that much movement. But I don't I... think the foxes aren't mooching around at that time. Mm. I thought. Yeah, no, they're not. I don't know what it was, but something shook this bush and we tried to call it out, but it had gone. We call, yeah, we tried to raise it. Usher out the, uh, the beast of Bodmin, but he, uh, he was clearly in for a quiet night. Yeah, he wasn't doing any beasting tonight. Yeah. So, that so we survived well, another is... day. Oh, just about, we got back through the maze of brambles, which took us twice as long we as took the first time. Yeah, a few wrong turns. Um, a few wrong turns, few more thorns in the gooch. Yeah. Eventually we got there. Some put his leg through a pothole. Not yeah, I, pothole, uh, I, I just... stood on a tussock that wasn't quite solid and slipped into a little bog and all the muddy water sunk into my shoe. My shoe. Uh, Zach's shoe. I was wearing Zach's shoes at the time. Because the previous walk had destroyed his docks They drenched my docks, yeah. So, docks, send him a new pair of docks. Because they are Christmas docks. I wouldn't mind sponsored by docks, but I don't think we will. Um, yeah, and that was it. And then we came back to the pub, didn't we? Um, and that was when we found out about the cheese ring and all that stuff. So yeah. originally we got back a little bit disheartened that this trip had been a waste of time. But we discovered that there was other things and we are going to, I, feel, I think we're going to attempt to try and brown Willie tomorrow. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to wake up early, try brown Willie tomorrow. And if we do, we'll probably talk about that. We'll a later at a later date yeah maybe we'll on talk the next, about that maybe yeah. on the next episode we'll and if we don't find anything super interesting we probably won't mention it at all but hopefully we do well we can yeah we can say we went to Brown Willie there was nothing there was nothing there yeah I'm really hoping to find a witch's shrine but we've decided that in our um, quest for knowledge that we're going to we're going to look for somebody in I think there's two options that we're going to hit. We're going to try and find somebody on our next trip to talk to. Mm -hmm. We'd love to find a practicing witch. Um, or pagan. Or pagan. Um, we just want somebody, you know, somebody, somebody to come and have a beer with us and, and, and laxly talk about it. And we're going to ask, I'm going to ask in Falmouth about some 
random folks, uh, maybe, and we can do do like a talk to some some. So I feel like that'll be the next episode because that's the sooner one we can do because mm-hmm. it means that we don't have to pay. We don't have to actually go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to find more links to John D and cult cult things. Death. I really want to dig more into that uh, I just need to do more research on it to see where we can go next so it's kind of uncertain where we'll go next yeah we're, we're, it's, it's open I think the whole thing about this trip was it, Bodmin Moor is so um, it's so vast as kind of like a mythical area but there's no specific spots of um, well there is but we've been to them and it's not We just it's just felt like um the Jamaica's just, it felt like a bit too cheesy. Forced. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing has felt very forced. Because there's some chains that they've got outside on in the entrance that are, and, and Derek Akora said about they being, you know, used in some unruly way uh, that may have caused death and harm, which is fine. However, probably more than five years ago, Derek Akora was completely ousted as a fraud. Yeah. There was research done on a place that he was going, um, and he was ousted as a fraud. Um, and that's when he he became he uh, he was no longer on Most Haunted, um, which is a, an entirely different talking point. Yeah, I mean, really, an entirely. The whole thing of ghosts is a it's a real. It's difficult, and I think that's why we chose to kind of avoid it. We're with trying this to trip. avoid, yeah. We're trying yeah. to, we're trying to avoid it. I like it, and I very much. And if we stumble across it, we're more than welcome. I'm, to. I'm, yeah, I'm more than welcome. But we're not going to search out ghosts because there's too much like this. Like this is a really great example of. It's too gimmicky. Yeah, there's too many people. There's too many people trying, and it's one of those things where it's very difficult to discern between the psychology. And the psychology of fear, what actually is true. Mm-hmm. The amount of people that come here and see things, supposedly. And... Well, I mean, it's like me looking at the curtains, you know. I could have seen, you know, a little boy dancing on the curtains in the dark. And been like, fuck, I saw a ghost, right? But I didn't. It was just because I didn't have my fucking glasses on. It was pitch black. And they were flapping in the wind. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Or maybe it was a little boy dancing above the curtain, above my bed, my sofa bed. It could have been. It could have been the dancing boy of Bodmin Moor that was brutally murdered by um, a pirate that nobody's heard about before. (laughs) (laughs) That could have been a thing, you know. You know, the dancing boy of Bodmin Moor. You heard it first. Yeah, the dancing boy of Bodmin Moor. Um... But and what he really, more, what he'd have re- to be more catchy than what that. he really. No, I think that rolls off the tongue quite well. The dancing boy of Bodmin Moor. It's, it's like there's an alliteration the as well. Dancing boy of Bodmin. The dancing boy of Bodmin Moor. Yeah, and so what he did. Um, I did research on this. The dancing boy of Bodmin Moor. What he would love to do in his Just parents. to let you all know, this is completely <laughs> utter bullshit. We do not know anything about this. Continue. Um. Dancing Boy Bobby Moore would, it went when his parents stayed at the Jamaica Inn. Just before, when was this? When when did this happen? This happened uh, in the sometime in the eighteen hundreds. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when they stayed at the Jamaica Inn, 
he loved to uh, dance them to sleep. So he would sleep on. He would How sleep old in the was same this room. boy? The boy was about. The boy was about uh, eight years old. Yeah. Okay. Eight years old. He wore well. I saw anyway. He wore like you know three quarter trousers with the big socks. So he was a mountain biker. No, no, like you know the oldie schooly three quarters. Oh with the yeah, big so socks, he, yeah. right, okay. Um, Why were they staying at the Jamaica room? Was that in the? This was research? a big holiday spot for him. Right. Okay. So they like loved that. to come here as a family, um, experience the moor. They all loved walking. The dad loved walking especially, and they would walk the moors. The boy didn't much like the walking, but he loved the food of the Jamaica Inn, so it was always better. You know, he'd come back here and he'd get, he'd get his, you know, treacle tart or whatever. And then... Um, well, obviously he loved the dance as well. He loved the dance. He lived for the dance, if anything. So, uh, the boy... The boy would, who lived for the dance. The boy who lived for the dance of Bodmin Moor. He would... Uh, his parents would be laying in bed at night. And they'd be saying goodnight, and he'd say, okay, mum and dad, I'll just do a dance before you go My to bed. Pa. My pa. I'll just do a dance before you go to bed. And he would stand on the edge of the bed and, and do a little jig for him. Now, if I, that was my son, I'd kind of be terrified. Yeah, but I mean, this was it is like olden day, though. Pennywise. I mean, we don't, yeah, it was like the Pennywise. Thing. That's horrific. Yeah, yeah. I'd cry. Um, but that's how it appeared to me in front of the curtain. It was like the Pennywise style dance from it, chapter that's one. Also, that's potentially. I mean, that it's me thinking about that is quite harrowing. Yeah, but I mean, this is old. Well, how did days. he die then? Why is he here? This is old. That he was killed by a pirate in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah, it was a later pirate. One of the late pirates. It was one of the. It was one of the late pirates that took his life. Right. Um, he killed. His parents first. The the harrowing the harrowing part of the story is, the boy met, sorry the pirate made the boy dance, as the pirate killed his mum and dad. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, that's dark, right? Yeah. That's why he's a ghost, because the thing that he loved most in life, was um. It was ruined. It was ruined for him. Right. Because he had to dance to the death of his mum and dad. As the pirate killed so him. So it would be Lord of the Dance, comma, the boy of Bob, the boy, the dancing boy of Bobby Moore. The dancing boy of Bobby Moore, yeah. Lord of the Dance, too. So I saw him, So, but we want to steer clear of ghosts. That's important. That's what the, so, yeah, that's what the. That was the moral of the story. The moral of the story, yeah. We want to steer clear of ghosts. Um, but, you know, these dark things did happen in the past that would make spirits want to stick around until they're resolved. And I think this boy's fucked, because that pirate's probably dead by now. He just wants to dance for somebody. He just wants to dance for someone. He danced for me, but it frightened me. It didn't fill me with elation and joy. No, I think if I saw a small boy dancing on my windowsill, the first thing I'd do is lob my cup of peppermint tea at his face. Yeah. It's a good job you were asleep. Yeah, because he, uh, yeah, no, he'd be in trouble. Because I saw him, and all I did when I saw him was I shut the curtains, because it, it spooked me a little bit. Yeah. My dad has a good ghost story, though. Does he? Yeah, he has a few. He has a few about um, London Bridge and stuff. Not London Bridge. Um, London Bridge is falling down. London Tower. 
Terror of Terror London. London. Terror of London. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Terror of London. The yeah, London he's got, Tower. Yeah. He's got some great ghost stories. Maybe what, that he's experienced or that he just knows? You know that he's heard. Um, All right, that, well, that's bullshit then. No, but he's, yeah, but they're still fucking good ghost stories. Oh, okay. Well, I know I had one where I remember when I was a little wee bab and... This that, is the beauty of ghost stories, though, that I, I think is, should be kept as a, a like a nice... Like ghost stories should be, you know, to such a great campfire thing. Mm-hmm. I know there was one time when I was a young lad, uh, so young that I don't really, I don't remember doing it, but um, I was on holiday in France with my parents and my brothers, and it was the middle of the night, and I must have got up to go to the toilet or something, because my brother was awake, and when I came back in to the bedroom, I was like, oh, what are all these people doing, you know, out in the living room? Why, you know, what are they there Oh, for? yeah, I remember, yeah. Been talking to these people. My brother's like, "What the fuck are you on about? There's no one there." And he got up and checks, and there's no one there. And that was the day that I saw ghosts as a child, or ha was warped mentally at a young age. Oh, Potential. I think that might Potential. be. I think that might be more it. But I mean, you never know, do you? The imagination of children. Well, that was you know, I had one, but I wasn't a child. I was eighteen, going on nineteen, and. This podcast has turned completely a different corner, but we're going to go with this. We'll, we'll roll with it. We're, well, I mean, because we didn't really encounter anything witchy. No, so we're, we're rolling with the cultish. Here, but, <clears throat> so I was um, 18, 19, living at my dad's. I was still at college. And I was laying in my bed. It was 2, 3 in the morning. Um, and my bed is sat... My bed was sat. Um, sort of parallel to where the door was. And this house was quite old. It was a two up, two down. Um, still lives there now. And the doors are really old. They're like basically planks of wood. Um, and, you know, it take a, you, you had to shove it closed. And it like click. And I was laying in bed and then I woke up. And, you know, I was sort of half awake. And this, for me, I see it as being, I was just half asleep. Oh, sleep paralysis. Yeah, that kind of thing, um, which you think is still terrifying as it is that people experience oh, yeah. that. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! Yeah, and I saw my door slowly open, which I thought, oh, it's a bit of a breeze, you know, that happens sometimes. And then I saw fingers come round the door as it was opening, stay there for a couple of seconds, and then the door would the door shut again. Oh, this is genuine. I genuinely saw this. This is it was it was one of the most. I was like, oh, okay. So I lay there for a good forty-five minutes in what you know this sleep paralysis kind of situation. This was a little creepy and old. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. Uh, it's definitely wibbly wobbly. Um, but that was you know that was a genuine fear. Yeah, that was scary. But he's, he's got some good ones as well. Maybe we'll have him as a guest. Cause see, my dad's a big ghost fan. Maybe that we have a ghost special. Well, you need to do a Halloween special. Surely every episode is a Halloween special of this. We'd have to do a It's the whole thing of this. We'd have to do a Halloween special. And the Halloween special could be that we sit down, we drink peppermint tea, and no, green tea, and we just like talk about ourselves. <laughs> so we go, we sort of put this in a juxtaposition where yeah. we throw it back to just our lives. I think... It would be cool if we went to some... We need to find something. We need to speak to somebody. 
Halloween. Because it's all Hallow's Eve. Surely there's some pagan things going on. We were talking about, about ghost, ghost stories, stories and okay, and so how we're not going to engage in ghost stories. Okay. Really. Apart from the dancing boy bombing wall, which yeah, so the dancing boy bombing wall, which is genuine story that Sam definitely, definitely, definitely saw, and it is I saw it true. And after I'd seen it, I mean, straight away, I was so spooked. Got on my phone, dancing boy bombing wall, you know, looked it up, and it was real. And um, yeah, Jesus. Never would have thought I could say I'd see a real life ghost before, especially one so traumatized. <laughs> okay, um, right. Well, I think that about that just about does it because we're both flagging now. Um, you can go to sleep knowing the dancing boy of Bob Moore's maybe watching over you. Yeah, <laughs> if you <laughs> if you hear his little petite feet dancing on your bedboard, if he's penny dance, Pennywise dancing, you all know. you want to do. Is smile at him, just give him that joy again, you know. Yeah. Sleep, smile and sleep. Just say, goodbye. One day, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Just say, sleep now. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> just say, goodbye. One day, you'll be in the circus, and he'll just like dance away <laughs> out to the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, it's yeah. real, so look it up. It yeah, is real. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know what to comment on that. We're right, well, that about sums it up. I'm going to do, I'll do a little extra, I'm sure. But Thanks for, uh, yeah, right, thanks if for you listening. listened. Yeah. I mean, it always sounds stupid doing that because I, I have no intention of people ever listening to this. But <laughs> if you do, and at one day people do actually enjoy this that we do, yeah. thank you. It's important. And we we love it. I mean, it's 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 always good to get away, even though this trip's been slightly underwhelming, uh, a flop. Yeah, it's always still just good fun to get away and talk about try stuff. and put ourselves into um, ludicrous situations. Yeah, which, exactly. Which we're gonna try more and more to do. So it's again, it's got we're gonna we're just building to it, aren't we? I yeah, guess. we're just we yeah. We're still figuring it out and figuring out the research process of the whole thing. Which, yeah, which well, it's kind of the point of bringing this start. We want to, we want you to come along for the for the growth of this. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's been fun. Um, so until next time, I will pass myself over to myself, and I'm L extra this shit. And yeah, I'm us both now signing out of the direct room. Um, praise be. So, that was episode two, The Dancing Boy of Bodmin Moor. We hope you've enjoyed it, and we're looking forward to doing the next podcast, which hopefully we're going to be doing some interviews. Maybe not. We'll see. We're not entirely sure. We have no idea what's happening, actually. Hopefully we're going to come up with a name soon as well, so we can't, don't continue to call it yet so named podcast but I'm sure that it'll be named by the time you're listening to this. But for now, for us, it's still unnamed. So, yeah, um, we'll look forward to doing another podcast in a couple of weeks, and thanks for listening. <laughs>